What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing? A night out with the fellas? With your Premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards. Good morning, everybody. I am Pam Myers. Welcome to Three Essential Questions. My uh, co-host is Erica Yoakum with Virtual Personal Assistant. Uh, we run this podcast every Thursday morning. It is now streaming live on Facebook on a number of channels. Um, and uh, our guest today, who we are very excited to have, is Dr. Mark X. Epstein, excuse me, sorry, <laughs> Dr. Mark Epstein with True Health New Mexico. And we're so happy to have you here uh, on our podcast this morning. Thank well, thanks you. for having me. I look forward to it. So what have you um, learned about yourself during this whole COVID-19 situation? Yeah, I never thought I would say unprecedented in an unprecedented number of times. <laughs> um, no, seriously, it's been it has been a, a remarkable period and a challenge. And 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 um, you know, I can tell you some about my my coping strategies, if you will. But um, really, it's been a huge challenge to stay positive, to stay in the present, and to stay optimistic about who we are and where we're moving forward, both for me personally in my personal life, but also uh, in our community, in our state, and the company that I run as well to make sure that we're, that there is a we and that we are focused on taking care of we. So it's just been a remarkable challenge uh, that many have faced in pushing ourselves to be as empathic and uh, kind to each other as possible mm. when we've become increasingly isolated it makes it even harder so it's been uh it's been remarkable is 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 is, uh, is what i is the word that comes to mind mm -hmm. happy to speak to any specifics there but <laughs> well uh, being in the health you're kind of in the you're not kind of but you're in the healthcare realm do you find that have you seen an uptick of people reaching out just to say what the hell <laughs> <laughs> Explain this to me. Who's right? Who's wrong? I mean, do I wear the mask? Do I not wear the damn mask? What's going on? You know, it, it what's been really interesting, and I think it's actually very much a positive, is more broad elements in the public are understanding how medical science and science in general kind of gropes forward into the dark and tries to make sense of it. And this is, there's nothing different here except it's in, incredibly accelerated and incredibly transparent yeah. where it hasn't been before. And so you will see a variety of venues, and I experience all the time and participate in a, a, a variety of venues where the conversation may evolve to talking about probabilities and statistics and basics of epidemiology and public health or basics of virology and immunology, because people who otherwise have not had to care about it, they've gone about their lives, are suddenly interested in, oh, well, what's it mean? What's an mRNA vaccine and what's it mean? And what does it mean about masks and, and, and other public health interventions? And what makes it 
a little challenging, or let me say a lot challenging, is <laughs> what you have in front of you as a business owner, perhaps, is I've got shutdown happening. I've got economic yeah. ruin standing right in front of me. And on the other hand, I've got this kind of nebulous thing called a virus out there that maybe I know some people that have gotten it, maybe not. Mm -hmm. It's the tangible and the intangible that makes it very difficult to find the right balance. You throw into the mix um, a cacophony of uh, noise, uh, misinformation, information, probabilities, maybes, and then people are just looking for their feet on the ground. So I have found it exceptionally rewarding to first get my feet on the ground mm -hmm. and then second, help people find their bearings. And, and really a note that we're all in this together is really strong. And, and how do I get my feet on the ground? Um, for me, well, let me just take a step back. This is n no different. I'm an ER physician. I haven't worked in an ER for a while. You probably don't want me to be because <laughs> um, <laughs> I've gotten to the uh, on the uh, on the other sides of other aspects of the healthcare ecosystem these days, including health policy, insurance and otherwise. But as an ER physician, similarly, people come in, they're suffering, they want help, they trust you. And your job is to relieve suffering, mm -hmm. but also relieve the suffering of the not knowing. Exactly. And and, and, and it can be very challenging because of the probabilistic nature of medicine to say, I'm on the journey with you and there's some things we can know and there's some things that we can't know. And we will be right here with you through that gray zone. Um, and that's no different than where we are as leaders in the community uh, moving forward to try to bring sensibility and understanding, understand the probabilistic nature and, and stop people from freaking out. Uh, but there is, there's reason to freak out. This is a freak out situation. So, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But together we got this and we need, we need, to, we need to climb the mountain together. So for me personally, finding my feet, finding my grounding, um, I actually go way back. I, I've been doing uh, yoga and meditation for 150 years. Uh, actually, I was a, I was a yoga instructor uh, back in the day. And in fact, when the pandemic started, a, a collection of folks got together in a very socially distanced outside venue, and we uh, we started doing yoga together. And I, my wife and I lead classes, not even classes, just sessions together. And we maintained distance and safety throughout and doing it all outside. So that's been very grounding. I have my daily yoga and meditation practice as well, which keeps me grounded, focused, and taking care of myself so I can help take care of others. And it also helps to just stay in the moment, uh, not only uh, in terms of saying, well, what's in front of us that we need to deal with so that we can help prepare for the future and direct the course where we're going. So to the first question, uh, you know, when the, when the you're on the airplane and they say, first put the mask on yourself, <laughs> then put it on your children. Um, similarly, I got to take care of business here at home. And then, uh, then I'm better prepared to, to, in my multiple roles in the community to move out and help. Good analogy. And, yeah. and I, and I'm I, glad that you're in our community because that's having that level headedness is definitely, I, I've been trying to explain this to my kids that we are seeing science in real time. 
Mm. You know, and what usually happens behind closed, weird laboratory doors is now being thrust upon us. And it looks like, well, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Like, well, because they've never, you know, of course they don't, but they're trying. And so it's like yeah. start throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks because it's got, you've got to, oh, oh, and then it goes, whoop, and you go, crap. Okay. Now here we go. <laughs> you know, but it's all live. And so we see it and it's, and it gets portrayed as, um, I'm not going to get political, I swear to God. But it gets portrayed as, you know, I don't know what the hell they're doing when it's actually, that's how, you know, science works. You go, oh, okay, I think it does this. So let's try that. Oh, that didn't work. Okay, then we go and, you know, it's all theory yeah. and then pra practice and then you, what works and what doesn't work. And yeah, yeah that's been a challenge. So having a, a level-headed person who can explain that in our community has, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Well, the, the challenge has been is to pay attention to the science more than the scientist. Than the personality, um, right. Yeah, exactly. because at the end of the day, good science is reproducible no matter who is doing yeah, it. Exactly what I keep yeah. saying. That's right. And, and unfortunately, um, everybody, everybody has a situation where based on your background and your knowledge, you follow along with the science and you follow along with the facts. But at a certain point, you got to take a leap of faith. Well, Some people have to take that leap of faith because of their background much earlier. And that leap of faith is invested in the person telling the story as opposed to the process or um, the reproducibility of that process. Well, and unfortunately, um, there's a lot of people who are fighting for those years to say, listen to my story when it may not be fact-based. Well, That's another thing I've, I've done personally is I've really turned down the noise machine. I've only focused on reading materials that I understand to be more fact-based and have uh, reproducibility. And it's less about who is saying it and more about what they're saying. Does it have validity? Is it challengeable? Is it reproducible? As opposed to person A has said it, so I'm going to believe it 100%. Uh, I'm going to ask a favor um, after we're done here. If you could maybe share some of those resources with us and I can put it in the the information for this podcast so that folks can go and maybe click on some of those that are more fact-based because we do get bombarded. I mean, I can't, mm -hmm. there are places I just can't go <laughs> without my, I can feel my blood pressure rising just thinking about it. <laughs> so it's good to get back down to fact-based material so that yeah. was very helpful so uh, other than other than yoga and meditation which is brilliant by the way how how have you and your business responded to the situation um excellent excellent question um as a business first of all we took Im immediate responsibility in, in terms of clearing out our office and getting people making sure people were safe we we did that rapidly and set up systems so people could still do their work and serve our members and serve our providers and serve our brokers and all our stakeholders without putting anybody in harm's way we are we are deemed by the by the state of new mexico as an essential business so we had the opportunity to stay on site so we had one or two people in that capacity serving to, serving people who needed to come in Nonetheless, safety first, lead by example. That, that's really a critical piece. We worked very closely with our regulators, the Office of the Superintendent of Insurance and providers as well, to remove obstacles to getting people access to testing that would help them understand if they were at risk or 
have been exposed to COVID. So removing obstacles in terms of testing, financial obstacles, any other obstacles, helping people understand what was going on, do the risk assessment and get tested as appropriate. So right away, we were right there working with other uh, carriers and other uh, regulators and the state of New Mexico, the Department of Health to say, how do we make it as easy as possible to make sure folks get the care that they need? In addition, as a business, or actually part of our core mission is to say, hey, COVID's getting a heck of a lot of attention here. Don't forget about your diabetes. Don't forget about your behavioral health issues. Don't forget about your heart. So we recognize the, that and, and, and leveraged our capacity and, and redeployed resources to say, wow, we've got a situation here that is critical and it is uh, it, there's a there's a distraction enti entity to it or an element to it. We've got to make sure people are always still taking care of the routine chronic health needs as well. And finally, we double down on our incredible emphasis on behavioral health as a driver of physical health. So mm -hmm. bringing resources to bear to make sure that under this incredible stress, families thrown together for hour after hour, virtual schooling, um, um, questionable job situation, you name it. We all know mm -hmm. all the stressors out there. Do you have the resources? Can we bring resources to bear? via telehealth and otherwise to make sure your mental health is as well taken care of so that your physical health can be as well taken care of as well. So we, uh, this is, this is an all hands on deck kind of moment. Uh, our community demanded it and needed it. And we were right there. This is who we are. Um, it's just, everything's turned up to 11. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and it's, and it's, to go back to uh, a point you made earlier, isolation does not necessarily drive teamwork. So we're all separated to a certain degree in that context, and it makes things a little bit more challenging, right? Oh, and then, goodness. and then, tons of people have taken to social media. But again, to your to the point that both of you have made, you cannot use social media as a news source because it is not always factual and well and it's different on your your which side of the aisle you're on and you right. know and what you yeah. what makes you feel better and yeah so mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so then how, how do you see it how do you see yourself and your and your company coming out on the other side of this how do you see it you know progressing moving forward i guess not progressing forward. yeah you know, the, the good news is uh, how we got into this business and the approach that we take as a physician-led health insurance company, and frankly, our core differentiators, there's nothing that's changed. We've just turned up the volume significantly because this, the need is significant. So um, our people, and they're wonderful people, all New Mexico-based, are doing a really good job of caring for our community. Uh, we, we're head down, we're resolute, and we just keep moving forward with it. So we'll be okay. Um, yeah, you know, there are adaptations that are operational and such. I think one of those key differentiators that is great, great for the state of New Mexico and for the, the whole nation is the use of telehealth. We will not go back to where we were before. Thank we, you. Yeah, <laughs> we will be in a situation where access, we've broken through those, we've broken through the inertia of 
that the slow adoption of, of, of telehealth previously. It took a pandemic, but here we are. <laughs> um, so we're, we'll be well positioned. I think there's going to be a lot of dialogue because the light bulbs have gone on. People, you know, seen the sausage being made around cost of pharmaceuticals and changes mm-hmm. that happen there and other therapeutics. Um, I think we will be well positioned because when you think about what we do, it has at its core a public health mission. We wrap ourselves around the community we're in charge of and we take care of them. That's public health at its core. So I think the globe, much less the US, much less New Mexico, has learned the value of public health resource resources, mm-hmm. building infrastructure, not only building a game plan, but putting it in place when the triggers hit. I mean, there was, a, there was a pandemic playbook that was just sitting on the shelf ready, ready for this, but we had feckless uh, leaders who did not put it in play at the federal level, frankly. Mm-hmm. And that really has hurt us. And that's why we're here today. So to your question, as a business, we're gonna be there doing the same thing. We may not sweat as much. Mm-hmm. Um, we may take a little bit of a longer view um, but right now, it's, we're talking about, uh, okay, vaccine comes online. How do we get access to it? How do we prioritize? How do we support state efforts there? Um, one of my other hats that I, that I wear is I'm uh, on the board of trustees of the Greater Albuquerque Medical Association. Uh, so that's the physician organization that brings physicians together as an organization to, to lobby for health policy, to to make sure that we have a workforce in the state that's ready to go. Uh, and so being in the provider space is also critical that we work together as a health insurer to make sure we are meeting the needs of New Mexicans today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we will emerge from this. And I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be an aha moment. It's a slow mm-hmm. emerging, emerging mm-hmm. as vaccine gets promulgated, new therapies come on. Um, stronger for it. And with a more engaged population that says, oh, now I get how this medicine stuff works. And I'm hopeful that it also means, and here's how we want to drive health policy. Here's what we need our legislators and regulators to do, because we don't want to be here again. And you know what? We ha- we will face a situation that could get us here again, Some perhaps in the near future as well. So we need to be ready this time. Right. I have to say that I am loving the telemedicine, uh, just the checkup phone calls You know that you have to have. Because mm-hmm. being, I'm out in a rural area, and so for me, it's a 40, 45-minute drive to sit for half an hour to get to see him to go, hi, how you doing? I'm doing really good. Great. Everything's working. Yep. Okay. See you next time. <laughs> and leave. what I'm finding, and, and as I've got a couple of different doctors that I've t- talked to on the phone, I usually get a phone call like three hours before I'm supposed to go, is it okay to talk right now? Because I'm ahead right now. Oh. And we just need a couple of minutes, and I'm like, well, Yeah. <laughs> that's great that and is great yeah right and 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 it's a and it's a it's also a more relaxed atmosphere i'm more relaxed because yeah. i'm just talking on the phone and there's a little less of that oh i'm talking to my doctor thing <laughs> so i'm 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 glad to hear you say that, that things like that are going to continue i i and i get what you mean about the aha moment there have been so many now we're all facing zoom fatigue because we're having you know 52 meetings a week but uh, I've been a virtual assistant. I've been virtual. My kids have been virtual. I'm a homeschooler. We've all been virtual forever. Um, I've been trying to get this through to people that that businesses can be run from home. I'm living proof that uh, you can run an entire business <laughs> 
from your home. And it, and people that that aha moment has happened too. So a lot of stuff, the shifting of, at home, where quite honestly, 150 years ago, it was all at home anyway, if you want to get cool. Now, I, I will say, you're not going to get an appendectomy at home. So no, there, no, you know, there no. Are things I don't want to you know, those ER docs. I yeah. want them there, and I want them, you know, I want their, you know, they have the latest chops and all that. And that was quite, I have been to the ER in this pandemic, and that was quite the eye-opener too. Like, there's three sections of, of you know, you go in and you answer a bunch of questions, and then you go to the next section, and they check your forehead, and then, you know, hubby waves goodbye at the door, and you go into the ER by yourself because you don't get to go with your family. So, those kind of changes were a little, that was for me a real, oh, they're serious. <laughs> this is for realsies. <laughs> you know, you know the, the, the political noise disappears in the emergency room because you're faced with reality and you're faced with having to take care of business, not only the patient right there, but everybody in, the, in that environment. Yeah. So there's not a lot of tolerance for the, for the noise and there should be. There should be, right. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think a lot of this has been stripped bare for folks to see yeah. and go, oh, so at the heart of it, this is how it should work and can work. And I, I really do hope that, yeah, it, it's a wake up call for a lot of us for, mm -hmm. for that kind of thing that we've allowed. We're, and, and a part of it is because we get it's it's we turn over our, our authority to whoever says they know what they're doing better than we do instead of staying and staying involved and looking at it and going, but wait, well, why can't I make a phone call from home? If I'm just checking in, it's a follow-up call, you know, things like that and, and taking charge of their, of their care. Indeed. And, and as a community, boy, one of the clear messages that, that, is, that I'm learning, and this may sound like what, where's that coming from is we need to invest in, in STEM education. We are facing some of the challenges because of the sophisticated or lack thereof nature of our understanding of how science and technology work. And uh, we do not need to expose more generations to uh, misunderstanding and, and undue influence of those who would seek to take uh, lack of understanding of science and technology uh, as, a, as an opportunity for their power growth. So. Uh, STEM education is critical, and uh, we and we mystify a lot of the stuff so that you know us regular folk can understand too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Wow. So, um, Dr. Mark, uh, we I'm going to ask you. We've already talked about this, but where if people want to reach out to you, how should they best do that? So probably best by email. Um, uh, my work email is. M Epstein at truehealthnewmexico.com. There you have it. Excellent. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, absolutely ha happy to help out. Um, we're all in this together. And one of the things that I keep coming back to is uh, I have people say to me, what are we doing as a nation in terms of our health healthcare? Where are we going? And I ask the question, who the heck is we here? So there is a, there is a weakness <laughs> that we need to, um, really uh, look to each other. That happens at, a, at, a, at the ground level. So uh, we're all in this together. There's no saying, well, I'm going to hide from this virus behind this wall. It, that ain't happening. So we at True Health New Mexico are happy to create and continue to drive that weakness that we need in the state. Awesome. Thank you so much, sir. We really appreciate your time. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate the opportunity to chat this morning. Yeah. Yes.
Thank you. Thank you. And uh, thanks for being a guest. We'll definitely uh, tag you um, in the posts. Excellent. Enjoy Thank your you. day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me. Did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours.